BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, what up? This is DJ Newmark, a.k.a. Uncle New. From Jurassic 5. And you're checking out the library with my main man, Tim Onicole, on www.rapstation.com. I boarded a plane, headstrong, landed with a smile on my face To give service back to the land that's our home I long for coming back to Africa, coming back to So Africa. it's cool to be black until it's time to be black Ain't never too late to go back and get back So I let born afters know I rap for Africa To give to the motherland to see what's mine again Be of service, land of dark faces Split, colonized in 53 places The greed went on to everything was gone Wiped out by previous wars I worked on Graves of the poor to clean up this mess Left by the West, my duty to the African Tell my Mexican in a song Okay, thank you, Tim. It's a pleasure. Thank you. One of the best that ever, you know, has ever done this. We thought about a long period of time to be able to get a right interview. And, and now, um, people with a direct response on, on, on the questions that probably ever get asked. Silentics killing me softly, malaria, but the beers, they the one got me sick. Isolated while I waited, with thoughts in my head about my soul intention to save my brothers and sisters. My thoughts racing as my tears. When you're writing a song like mine, mine again, and kind of kind of talking about your 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 experiences. Not, I mean, not stepping on a mine per se, but what what you're kind of going through. What. Uh, um, in your experience of Africa, does 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 it make sense for you to write it down while it's happening, or? No, no, I, I could recall a lot of things in my head. That's what I, I write a lot of things down all the time. I always keep a pen on me, and I write things all all the time. But I don't pressure myself to to actually record it when I should record it. And I've lost a lot that way, but I've also gained things in my life. It's like it's things that you know. I mean, <laughs> me me and my kids are going somewhere, you know, I'm not going to whip out a, a phone to always record it. I mean, I want to experience it. So it's, I, I've been the same way with just pen and paper. Like, if I didn't catch it, I didn't catch it, but I'll catch it. My trips to Africa, I recorded a lot of things of what I say, and it's always stayed embedded. Well, not just my trips to Africa. I mean, I've been to six continents over and over and over and over again. And I just think sometimes public enemies' achievements are just like, so Wilt Chamberlain that people like uh, get the you know out of here because I mean what does that mean you know you guys 
said on six continents and played 101 countries and 3,000 plus stages. It's like it's it's like so far like over the over the top. It's like the 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 thing that the the denominator that has really related to fans and people. I think over the last 15, 20 years has been how much money somebody has made. Because people can relate to that. But somebody's like, oh, yeah, or so-and-so's coming. Oh, yeah, they're worth $250 million. So although it might, they can't fathom what that is, but they could kind of, like, get it. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's never happened. We're not in that category where, <laughs> where, where we were measured by money, nor has it been accessible like that by we could just make a record and just have, you know, this money just running through a, through a pipeline into our cribs. <laughs> it's like, it's part of the reason why the 3,000, you know, show dates have taken places and playing dates as small as a place in um, Evansville to, you know, a, a gigantic stadium with you too. It's like, if this was from a different time. I, I sort of tell people, I say, well, I don't know what that, that thing is about when you see artists act, actually like, wow, they, they got a $100 million situation going on, but they, these guys toured no more than 15 dates. I'm like, WTF, wow. It's good to be king, I guess. I don't know. I, I said that on Twitter, which is my only social network, because I got a rule, like, if you're over 50 years old, you should do one social network and just tie all the other than You can't be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. No, uh-uh. you want pick one and and get somebody to help you tie it in. But I, I tweeted a picture of myself, my ankles being taped up before a gig, and people were like, "Damn, yo, what the?" You know, I'm like, "Yo, man, you paid this is the boss. This is the cost to be that type of boss doing that." And now you're not going to see this side on anybody. It's not going to be think this ain't fabulous, you know. You know, all respect due, but it ain't that. I'm going to end up hurt. <laughs> uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned all the shows you guys done, and I kind of wanted to tie that into uh, the the album process now. Um, you know, as mentioned, uh, Man Man Plans, God Laughs is going to be is your fifteenth album, which is out July fifteenth. Um, and this is not taking anything away from the album, but uh, any album, but the, with with piracy appearing to like not go away do you guys approach does public enemy approach the album process the same way you guys have always approached it oh hell no that 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 matter of fact that we 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 started that approach back in the, with the bomb squad and we ended it you know we had to end it because things changed i for years i was totally against the one-man producer totally but it, it was just like i said it's like like the three-point shot in the NBA, it's like everybody's the one-man producer because the equipment, the equipment had become totally acclimated to that one point of view musically. There's no way in hell I thought that one person would be better than four, but you put another 20 years to it with equipment and technology, and you got a composer that 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 says a beat is a a myriad of instruments, and then you got a person who actually records the vocals, who's also a producer. So you got really two producers. You got a producer. Well, really, you got two songwriters. And and what puts it together is a producer. See, hip hop got a lot of the terms incorrect. 
you know, a guy that makes the beats, he's just the music songwriter. Sometimes the, the, the lyric writer will arrange and compose it, but he won't mix it and put it together. So they say, well, that job goes to the guy who made the music, so he's the producer. But really a producer could be somebody who just walks in the room and just arranges that marriage between lyrics and music. But then when you talk about somebody who's actually been married in music and lyrics for over 20 years, it's telepathic, and you you can simulate a lot of different areas because you know all those areas. So I was impressed by, you know, LP and Killer Mike getting together as just those two. And I was impressed by Kanye West just his damn self <laughs> and all the old Rick Rubin. So I said, why can't we be even, you know, be public enemy even a notch, you know, more intense? It's about intensity with us. And it's about making sure it happens. And, and that, that was a challenge. I thought that was a great challenge for us. But uh, technology has, has totally guided the direction of, of hip-hop production more than any other genre. Um, I think what Public Enemy does really well is that when we perform it, we stretch it out. We stretch it out into a, a, a formidable rhythm unit of, of Kari Wynn on guitar, um, David DMX on bass, T-Bone Mata on drums, and DJ Lord, which makes it different from Term Terminator X up to 1999, up to 1998 on two turntables which was a problem, too, because all our movement on stage often made turntables jump. Then we moved to hard drive. Hard drive would um, play, but then that was more like a, it felt like a straight jacket. So the combination of, of really like a live rhythm section is like almost like a studio on stage. And these cats have been playing together for 16 years. Nobody can, nobody can F with them uh, because these, they've been playing together. They, they're telepathic in their play. And I know what each part can do. So it's almost like it's created the, the people say, oh, is it a band? No, it's not a band. It's like it's a rhythm unit. And so that's, that's, that's really has given um, life to the public enemy um, over the last 14, 15 years. I can't describe it if you ain't seen it in, in full action. In the, in the press release and everything I read on the album Man Plans, God Laughs, uh, and it's something I've noticed when I select music for a rap station is that the, the idea of remixes and with with the, your album I didn't see any mentions of remixes do you think do you think the the, the the amount of remixes we're hearing is becoming I guess a problem I do why do you think yeah, what? like the three point play like it's like it, it was a time where remixes enhanced the product and I, I'm not saying that remixes are not necessary I just think that it totally corrodes your catalog number two it totally disrespects the person that comes along and makes great music for a record because they're not included in the songwriting and it disrespects the original writer for having a chance for their song to actually you know really breathe on its own and, and find a life of its own so these are just personal overviews i mean i've been i've been a fan of hip-hop since recorded hip-hop since 1979 and i wasn't a child then so I've seen every single juncture of what's cool, what's great, and then when it hits a wall, I'm like, you know, that ain't so cool anymore for me, you know? And I just think that I think a lot of cats, if they got remix skills, I think they should take, they should do like the EDM DJs, take, remix, take acapella parts and make a new composition as opposed to saying I'm remixing compositions 
my way with the same arrangements. I just think that's the lazy way of doing it. Uh, when guys like Skrillex and, and, and these guys come along and they just totally dismember a track and put in their own thing, you know, EDM will move the crowd. And I just felt like on Man Plans, God Laughs, we see the actual result of sort of like a half EDM result, meaning that the music has got to move and the lyrics sometimes got to stay out of the way. And sometimes you could have so many lyrics just choke an arrangement. But it's not going to be an MC that's going to truncate that. It's got to be the DJ. It's got to be the music maker. And coming from the, the spawning of the beginning, and this is where the bomb squad was so efficient, it was built on the DJ mentality, knowing that there had to be areas where the music had to move and then the DJ let the MC go in the parts that the MC was supposed to go. If you let somebody say, well, basically words got to govern this, this, this record, and then all of a sudden the, the DJ was dictated to and the producer was dictated to by the MC who didn't want his lyrics touched, I think that that got into an area of uh, a problematic area where maybe songs became too choppy, too wordy. And if you got a wordy song that's basically not saying a lot, but it just keeps being wordy for for lyrical sonic gym, gymnastics. It could get tedious over a period of time, just in my personal opinion. And that's what I've seen happen over over the course, especially over the last 10 years. We're speaking to Chuck D, uh, Public Enemy's new album, Man Plans, God Laughs. Uh, Chuck, I have one more question. Which track do you think best defines your overall, or, or, or Public Enemy's overall mission for this album? Oh, Man Plans, God Laughs. No question. I say this because that one record came out of left field as a creation. It was planned, but also it came out of left field as a creation because the lyrics were on another record and that original track was something else. And Gary made a switch and he made some cuts and edits and, um, the record's two minutes and six seconds. And it's the only record I've ever seen, Tim. I, I, trust me. Trust me when I tell you this. I played 28 years in a row, right? I've played records like Rebel Without a Pause and, and Bring the Noise and Can't Trust and Welcome to the Terror Dome and, you know, even harder you think. It's the only record I've seen that has made a mosh out of a crowd with never hearing it before. It's really strange. I think it's um, the push and pull in the record because it's like taking, I, and my best description of it, it's like taking fingertips and brushing it over somebody's chest and then yanking their lungs out and then trying to push it back in. <laughs> oh, but the thing is, on top of that, in two minutes. So before you, I mean, when you're going crazy and it's over, so it's like, well, I want to do that again, but no, the record's over. It's done. I think it was if the record was two minutes and 53 seconds or three minutes and 15 seconds, it might not have had that that effect, that lingering what-the-F effect. So I would think that uh, Man Plans, God Laughs accidentally became the title track first released on the record, accidentally, and ended up being the record that, that you know, that is going to be significant you know, signify this album. Um, I've never seen a record like it.
I've never seen a hip hop record this short. I don't have you two minutes and six seconds. I don't think so. I, th- I think there's medleys. I think there's snippets. But like I said, I I think uh, we've already seen hip hop lead to this area anyway because we've only seen a lot of MCs. We, we've seen MCs only give two verses, if that. They they've collabed the rest of their as they made albums. They've collabed a lot of their albums out, so they'll hit a topic. And they'll spit maybe a verse and a half, two verses max, and then somebody will tail it out. Or, or they'll say, we've seen that in, in 50% of the hip-hop joints that go over three minutes. And so you got to pay attention. I think what's Rap Station, I tell people, I say, well, Rap Station is giving me. It's, it's giving me. You cannot tell me I don't know what's happening. I don't know who's putting out what. From new, old, brand new, sonically, da-da-da-da. And that's one thing I've noticed is that if cats are going to climb to the four-minute area, they ain't doing a lot of those records by themselves because most people are solos. And if they're going to do an album, a lot of them are not conquering the album by themselves. Nor are they daring to do a song with just one verse and call it a day. I mean, we've toyed with, with those things like anti, you know, in Machine in the past, which kind of like was like two verses but it was a thing that also wedged into Burn Hollywood Burn, which happened to be the first collaboration uh, uh, of of artists from three different labels. And so actually that was a first in itself on Fear of a Black Planet. But this record, at two minutes and six seconds, ain't a ringtone. <laughs> and it ain't nowhere as long as, as, to me, one of my favorite records of all time, which is Peter Piper which I just think was a, um, just a work of art um, by Gary G. Wiz. Like I said, we were shooting for for that one-minute, 45-second masterpiece, and um, this is the closest we got, so that's what it is. Public Enemy's new album, Man Plans, God Laughs, comes out on July 15th via its own digital music store, www.rapcentralstation.com. Uh, Chuck D., thank you so much for joining me on The Library with Tim Heineke. Thank you, Tim. You're the best, man.
culture, do it for the youth. Do it for the culture, do it for the youth. Am I a radical? Am I a pacifist? Am I scared to fight? I ain't asking you. Am I grown? Do I stand up? Am I owned? Owned? Be the change you want to see. You want to be. Let it be. Revolution. What it is. Bring the noise. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.